This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Any news today, Tito, at all? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Rosie. That's your job. This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie! Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. Now the 2-2. Swung and hit high. Deep to left. Down the line it goes. It is a home run. We are tied at five. Austin Hedges snuck it inside the foul pole down the left field line. And we've got a 5-5 game. On Hedge's seventh home run of the year. There was no question about the distance. Would it stay fair? And it did. And the Indians just keep coming back against the Red Sox and have finally tied it. The pitch. A swing and a smash over the bag at third. Down the left field line. Ricocheting into the corner. Ricardo being waved home. Here comes the throw to the plate. Tagged out 10 feet before he got to the plate. Wait a minute. The run counts. We're getting interference called on the Boston Red Sox. Kyle Hudson windmilling Oscar Mercado all the way home. He was out by 10 feet. But a home plate up, Nick Lenz signaled there was interference on the Boston defense when Mercado was going second to third and the run counts and the Indians have the lead. And those two plays, the home run by Hedges, the RBI double with the interference off the bat of Yu Chang with Oscar Mercado flying around third through obstacles galore, apparently. That's what it seemed like, wasn't it? But uh, what a great win for the Indians as they came from behind to defeat the Red Sox on Sunday afternoon, late afternoon at Progressive Field. And we welcome you in to another edition of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. We are up to episode number 78 in our regular season roundup edition. So thanks so much for staying with us throughout the year. And this was quite a Sunday for the Indians. They waited a long time to get the game in. More than three hours on a delay with a little bit of rain and uh, pending rain. So they waited a while, and once they got going, it was well worth it as the Indians come away with a 7-5 win. After the game, Oscar Mercado, who is involved in that crazy base running play that put the Indians in front, he talked about trying to circle the bases from first base and heading for home with some traffic. Well, the only thing going through my mind was to score. Um, You know, I knew... I knew that regardless of, uh, of if the outfielders had to go to the right or to the left, that I had a chance to score. Um, I wasn't really sure what was going on there. I mean, I look as I'm rounding second, I look up and uh, their infielder is in the way. Um, kind of pushed him out of the way just so I didn't, so I could keep my momentum going. And then I took a peek at Schwarber to see uh, where he was at and 
yeah, field of the ball yet. And as I'm doing that, I look up and your pitcher is standing right off, pretty much right at their base. So um, I had to slow down a bit on that too. So um, I think Huddy uh, uh, did an unbelievable job sending me. Um, he knew that what the call was most likely going to be. So, uh, you know, took a leap of faith there and paid off. Did you know as you crossed home plate that you were going to be ruled safe? Was that what you were telling the umpire? Yeah, I, I mean, I knew that there was two interferences on the play. So and in that situation, um, I was just kind of letting him know. I mean, he knew right away, too. So, Oscar, what does it say about you guys after a tough weekend and two tough losses the first two days of the series and a rain delay and being down tonight? Just what does it say about you guys as a team to come back like you did? Just the fight that we have, um, you know, it's an unbelievable group of guys, you know, battled through so much this year. And, um, you know, it's, it's honestly been really fun to be a part of, you know, just seeing all everyone. I mean, we have such a young group of guys and just seeing everyone um, kind of coming into their own and just battling. And, have, you know, it kind of feels like we're in every single game, which has been in, uh, really awesome to see. So um, it just kind of shows the fight that we have and we never give up. What's it like watching Hedges whenever he yeah. steps in coming off the bench and, and has the, the game-tying home run there? That was special to watch. Um, you know, Wilson had a huge hit earlier in the game, and he had a great game behind the dish. And just to see him go down the way that he did, uh, you know, it was tough to watch. But okay. just watching Hedges come in and kind of pick up, pick up where uh, Wilson That's left good. off and, you know, right. cold off the bench right. and just being ready to play just kind of shows uh, – the mentality that we have and um, like I said I, I mean I was the guy quick pitched them I was kind of caught me off guard who was on deck and next thing you know the ball's going over the fence it was uh, it was pretty awesome. Also after the game Indians acting manager DeMarlo Hale weighed in on a ball club that has battled and at times come up short in games like Sunday's but that was not the case Sunday, and he says that's a great sign and a great reflection on his ball club. I guess bottom line, when you when you think about you know this game, this level, you know you play to um, you know the twenty um, excuse me seven twenty seven outs or however long it takes, and you know consider that um, the offense uh, um, <clears throat> didn't get going to later on in the game, and um, you know Hosey. Um, solo home run there, you know, just kind of gave us a little life. We were down by three at that point. So it's like, okay, we got another um, uh, couple of innings left. You know, let's see what happens. And, you know, just putting together those kind of um, um, the bats and, 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 and staying in, engaged, really, you know. Uh, you got to really tip my hat off to the, uh, to the bullpen. Um, you know, we knew it was going to be a shorter day and, you know, we – we're going to follow a little script with Morgan there. Um, easy, Hedgie. Hedgie's excited. What does it say about Hedgie that it, on his day off? And, and I know he didn't feel good seeing Wilson go down for any of you guys, but what does it say about Austin, how he was able to handle the situation? Well, I, I think he he's engaged in the game, whether he's playing or, uh, you know, on the bench. You know, he's seeing the game. So, um, you know, it's not surprising. You know, I, I know it was tough to see Wilson go down, but, you know, he stepped right in, you know, had a, a, a plan that was working, you know, even with Wilson, you know, because we kind of controlled them scoring a little bit. You know, they hit uh, 
you know, the uh, three home runs today, uh, Devers two and uh, the other kid at first base out back. But Hedges going to always be engaged in the game, whether he's playing or not, uh, seeing how it's flowing. And, and, and I think it's a, a compliment to him that, you know, he's that kind of professional that, that he's ready uh, whenever his name is called. Do you have a report on Wilson's injury at this point? Is it too early? Yeah, it's too early. Um, you know, um, I'm sure they're evaluating him and, and, and probably see how he wakes up tomorrow, but uh, it's way too early. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to be very cautious with players and their careers. Um, you know, he, he didn't have a very good look on his face, you know, when he was on the ground. So, um, you know, hopefully it, it's, it's good news and, and not the news that, you know, we don't want to hear. What can you say about you, Chang, and just not only today, but just the week he's had at the plate? Yeah, I, I mean, no doubt. You, you, you try to find a way to use him, but I thought defensively, you know, you, you, he made a couple of very good plays there. So, especially with the speed guy, the center fielder, you know, to end the inning, you know, I mean, he's another guy, you know, he, he's there, uh, went called upon, you know, has a professional uh, approach and way about him to this game. So, you know, it's really a compliment to him as well. Um, you know, hopefully I can get him in there a little bit more going forward. You know, it depends on the matchup situations. But, you know, he's always ready to play for sure when his name is called. Marlo, what's it say about Kyle Hudson to send Mercado there, even though it looked like it was going to be a close play at the plate, to know what had happened in, in the base pass? Yeah, I, I mean, that was a huge play. Um and 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 Huddy was right on target with it in terms of timing, because you know that that play can go to um, uh, a review of timing, and 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 they start looking where the base runner was at. But with Mercado full speed, and and Huddy didn't hesitate. It, it was a big play, and you know you, you he's learning out there, and I think every day he's getting comfortable, um, and these are the things that you know take place that come up, you can't script as a third base coach. Your instincts got to take over. Uh, and, and he was right on top of it. You know, and I think probably, you know, him being a former good base runner, you know, that situation uh, probably came up with him running at some point. Um, so just a great, great instinct uh, effort. And like I said, he's getting comfortable out there and doing a good job. DeMarlo, was it? Interference at second and third or just third? Because I think he ran into the second baseman at second as well. Yeah, I think the first one um, was between, um, you know, second and third. Um, and then also, you know, Mercado, you know, full speed. I, I, that plays a part too because, you know, the umpires can't say, well, he slowed down. And now is their judgment if he's going to be able to uh, make it. So, um um, but the one was between second and third where there was um, a big contact and, and really slowed him down and peed him a little bit, but he kept going. And, um, you know, that's a, that's a great job base running by him as well. Wow. What a Sunday afternoon at Progressive Field for the Indians against the Red Sox. Earlier in the weekend, we had a chance to visit with Indians president of baseball operations, Chris Antonetti with the roster expansions looming for the month of September. September 1st in the past meant you could expand the rosters to the full 40-man Major League roster. Not many teams did all of that, but certainly you could add 
plenty of players to get yourself through the month of September, but it did create some cumbersome games. And uh, this year, much different. As Chris explains, there are limitations to how many players can be called up on September 1st. Well, the new rules were supposed to be in place for the 2020 season, but obviously with the pandemic, they adjusted things. So this year in September, we're only allowed 28 players on our roster in the month of September, whereas in the past, we could go all the way up to our and use our full 40-man roster. So the good news is the baseball that we see in September will look a lot more like the baseball that we've seen in the first five months of the season. Now we'll have to see how guys are able to get through that time period and you know, there might be some lost developmental opportunities for players who maybe in past years would have come up, got a chance to experience the environment to set the foundation for the following season. Protection-wise, because of the type of year it's been, especially pitching-wise, is there some concern there or the fact that, that minor league baseball still goes, at least at the AAA level, does that help? Well, that's a huge difference this year in the fact that the minor league season extends well into September. So we'll have guys that are now active and getting their work in the minor leagues in the event we have to make some transactions. Stay tuned. We'll have more with Chris Antonetti after this short break. Welcome back to the Union Home Mortgage Indians warm-up show. Indians president of baseball operations, Chris Antonetti, joining us. Chris, you do a lot of different things in, in your position, and one of those was visiting a minor league affiliate earlier this week in Lake County for something not necessarily baseball-related. Explain what was going on over there and, and how proud you are of, of three different players. It's a really exciting time, Rosie. It was a, one of those cool moments throughout the course of the season. We were celebrating three players from our uh, that were signed out of Latin America and that received their graduation from high school and their, uh, their graduation certificate. So it was an awesome experience, uh, the players and conversing with them and what it meant to them, how, what it meant to them and their families, how hard they worked to achieve that, the support they got from the organization, especially uh, Anna Bolton, who leads our educational efforts. Uh, it was a great night to celebrate and to see their teammates so enthusiastic. It really felt like a graduation ceremony with hat tossing and guys cheering and even the other teams stopped to watch. So it was a special and memorable night uh, for a lot of us that were there. And were these kids studying during the season and completing their coursework? They were. They continued to work uh, and partnered with our education group led by Anna Bolton and they progressed from wherever they started when they entered the organization. In some cases it was you know an elementary school education, in other cases it was maybe at the beginning of high school. And we partnered with them to help them receive their, um, gradu their graduation certificate from high school. So it's a credit to them for all of their work and then the people along the way in the organization that helped help them achieve that goal. It's um, certainly something to celebrate. Great stuff, Chris. Thanks for the time. My pleasure, Rosie. Thank you. Always nice to visit with Indians President of Baseball Operations, Chris Antonetti. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report. Thanks, as always, to Bart Swain, Corkberry Trip, Austin Controllers for all of their help on the show each time around. And uh, we'll join you next time, as always. This is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you for listening and downloading the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report.